<laughs> and welcome to the 100th episode of the Dynasty Trades HQ podcast, brought to you by the Dynasty Football Network and DynastyFootballFactory.com. My name is Michael Sipes. You can find me on Twitter at FFBlitz. And I'm here with my partners, Jeremy Brown At DFF underscore Madman. And Shane Manila. Dude, I'm excited. It's our 100th and final episode. Um, <laughs> Wait, final? We did say, look, oh, I thought that's what happens when you get to 100. You just quit and start over, right? Uh, it's like an empire league. You know what I mean? Like you finally, someone won twice in a row or you hit 100 episodes, so then you quit and start a new podcast. <laughs> oh, is that what we're going to do now? We're gonna. Yeah. So then that means what? Either you're going to go off and leave us or our 101 yes. episode will be a completely new, different show. No, I like what you said. We're going to do a call-in live show. <laughs> Nobody heard um, me say that. <laughs> that well, I'm, that's why I'm sharing it. It's going to be a call-in live show. Um, there's going to be a stand-up comedy routine in about uh, the 15th minute of each show. I don't even know if we're still going to talk about Dynasty football. We might just talk about like horse racing. That would be uh, awesome. Cribbage. Wrestling uh, movies. Sh- Shane I is... think every hundred episodes we sh- we're going to completely change yeah. the show. We'll yeah, the reason he's saying that is just before we went we started the show we were talking about changing a bunch of stuff. So I said we'd do it right after the one hundredth, and we're going to be an all call in live show, which would be awesome. It'd be like we're on the radio. Yeah, no, that's exactly what the radio is like. Radio. So no one does, really cares about what the show's going to be. But yeah, so one hundred episodes, we made it. Um, that's dude, proud of all it. of you. It doesn't even feel uh, like we've done a hundred episodes. That's what's crazy. Like, I mean, a hundred is a lot. It but actually it doesn't feel like that. They've been fun. Probably not to Michael because he's only been on six of them. Thank you. Right? I have missed. And he's edited <laughs> ninety of them. I was gonna yeah. say I've missed six shows. Not I've only been on six shows. Thank you. Um, yeah, whatever. Man. It I'm definitely to me. It feels like it's more than a hundred. It feels like we've been doing this for like ten years. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like my wife when she talks to me. Um, <laughs> No, but uh, I don't like being nice to people, but I'll say that it's awesome that um, for 100 weeks, people have purposely um, decided that they were going to take an affirmative action and hit play on the podcast that uploaded or downloaded <laughs> to their device, whichever way it went. And, uh, and you know, enough people have listened that we've decided to keep on doing it. Because i got to be honest with you, if people weren't listening, this wouldn't have lasted four episodes. <laughs> you know what is yeah. funny, though? I like how um, uh, Tim uh, mentioned, because at our um, one-year anniversary, he talked about our 100th. So then this week, he congratulated us on our 100th from last week, because it all got screwed up on how iTunes. Fitting. It would be yeah. Tim to do that. Well, but it was also fitting that we would have a question during the week, whether we really were on the 100th episode or not. That's our show. <laughs> you know, the way everything goes, we have show sheets, we don't follow it, we have this and that. And I just thought it was really funny that people were questioning <laughs> whether it was really our 100th or not, that they think that it's more than 100, which that's actually kind of cool. And I think Shane is probably right what he figured out why iTunes yeah, the, thinks it's more than 100. Yeah. Uh, it was the extra episode, the, the 30.5 or 32.5 or whatever it was last year when you guys were in Vegas. Yeah, that thing was like days and days long of recording, so we broke it up into two shows. So we think that's why iTunes said we were 100 last week. But either way. We're 100 in. We're 100 in, and you know, thanks to our listeners because uh, we couldn't have done it without you. 
<laughs> well, I mean, we could have. I was just going mean, to say, we could have. We kept taping and like, sent it to our friends and family. <laughs> it wouldn't have been uh, as fun. You know? well, I mean, my wife hasn't listened to an episode yet. Oh, so really? My, my... That's, that's what I'm shooting for in the next hundred is to get my wife to listen to yeah. at least one an episode here and there my little sister listens to it with her wife but she knows nothing about football she just says she likes to listen to me laugh um but you know what part of the 100th episode is we're changing up some things and with our news tonight we have a new sponsor shane tell everybody about expand the box score so uh expand the box score.com dot com um awesome website uh our friend andy people pens is uh, actually behind that site um it's got a lot of stats like really cool stats a lot of uh, advanced metrics you can look up it also has some great content dfs content um whatever you call that other stuff basketball <laughs> uh <laughs> football baseball other sports that people like i i don't get it but you know what i mean whatever um but yeah so it does have data on all that stuff has uh, articles on that also has like i was saying it has college football data yeah the college awesome. football database is what you definitely want to check out if you're listening to our show that's yeah. the one to go for because our show is actually about <laughs> trades i don't know if you guys were aware of that and uh, <laughs> and we trade college players and draft picks yeah so if you happen to be trading some picks because your team is awful or, you know, you just had some bad luck, say you drafted, I don't know, A.B., A.J. Green, and you're like, I'm going for a title this year. Look at my two studs. I got A.B. and A.J. Green, baby. Um, and then you had to sell off. Uh, what you should do is go ahead and hit up expandtheboxscore.com. And you get 10% off if you use the promo code HQ Trade Alert. 10 <laughs> i love that they use trade alert in the pr promo so expand the box score.com they're our sponsor for our news and the first story that we have written down for the news seems to me that that would be a story that would be more important to somebody <laughs> like shane than somebody who really cares about their fantasy team <laughs> I don't make the news. I just report the news. And the news is, is that Jordan Matthews is again an eagle. Yay. Now an Once, twice, three times an eagle. Did any I'm, I'm just, uh, look, the, the Eagles wide receivers <laughs> look. Uh, are not very good. Right. We'll say that, right? I think we can, we can all admit that, uh, you know, Deshaun Jackson, we were all waiting for him to come back and be the uh, savior. And instead he tore his stomach off the bone oh, um, or something to that effect. I'm not a doctor, but something was ripped off the bone and he had to have core surgery. Um, so he's out for four to six weeks and the, he's actually on the IR and the soonest the Eagles would see him is in the divisional round, but I got a feeling he's done for the year. So the, the Eagles also didn't put a claim in on Josh Gordon and let Seattle get him for reasons I'm not entirely clear on. Um, <laughs> they didn't trade for Robbie Anderson. Uh, they didn't attempt to trade for AJ green. Um, and just this week, uh, Monday, they came out and said, Hey, we, we need to add wide receivers. Doug Peterson said, we need to add wide receivers to this team, which was interesting because the trade deadline had passed. <laughs> and again, they passed on Josh Gordon three days before that. So then so they signed the big signing. J Matt. That's what I was just yep. going to ask you. So who is the big signing? So it's yeah. Jordan Matthews. And so I guess he'll, he'll slot out and be the other outside receiver. I, I don't know. Did you pick him up anywhere today on waivers? 
No, it just feels like a lot of work because I picked him up like four times this year and then had to drop him, you know, when he got cut. Oh, man, I was such a believer in Jordan Matthews for a long time, and he burned me for the last time, so I won't own him anymore. So here's the thing about Jordan Matthews, though. It wasn't his fault because he was actually on historic pace through his first three seasons. Um, I I forget what the exact stats are, but if you go We talked about how we liked him on this show one time, remember? Like, when in depth like this and how why we liked him and how good he was going to be in in, uh, New England, and nope, didn't do it. Nope. I remember I had him in the Lister League for like 10 minutes. No, I mean, I thought he was going to do well in New England. That didn't happen. But on uh, when Not he was originally with the Eagles, his first three seasons, um, he put up really great numbers. He was over 800 yards every season, over 50 receptions every season, over six touchdowns every season. Uh, he was on historic pace. Then he jacked up his knee. The Eagles training staff uh, did their best impression of a Washington Redskins or a – I'm sorry, the Washington hey, Racial Easy. <laughs> easy. Uh, <laughs> Uh, did their best God. impression of that medical staff and ruined his knee, and he hasn't been the same since. But, so is that what it is, really? Because I was going to ask you, what happened? Why Why is it that he just fell off a cliff? Is that what yeah, happens? I mean, the, the medical yeah, staff doesn't injury. take care of him right? Yeah, he had an injury, and uh, it, it, it didn't heal right. It wasn't taken care of correctly. I don't know how you want to word it. Um, and uh, basically... Uh, he just hasn't been the same player since. I ended up trading him for Ronald Darby, um, which whatever. Um, he just hasn't been the same. So yeah, from 2014 to 2016, he had 225 receptions, 26, 2600 receiving yards, 19 touchdowns. He had the 13th uh, most catches ever in his first three seasons. Wow. Uh, he's one of only six players in NFL history with at least 65 catches and 800 yards in his first three seasons. So see where he fits in on this list. The other players on that list would be Michael Thomas, Randy Moss, AJ Green, Mike Evans, and Odell Beckham Jr. Wow. <laughs> and so and he then was, him, that's it. Are better than <laughs> I mean, he was basically, I don't want to say a Hall of Fame pace, but, you know, he was on a, a pace to be an elite receiver. And he just, he was injured and it, the surgery didn't go well. It took him a long time to heal. Then they had to trade him for a cornerback. So whatever. That's too much time spent on J-Matt. That's fine. He's back. But you know, you know who else might be back? Did you see the news today that Des Bryant wants to come back? Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> no. He wants to. <laughs> yeah. He was washed before he tore his Achilles. And he's still washed a year later. You think so? Uh, I I went to pick him up in the listener league, and somebody already had him. First <laughs> date. Never got rid of him. Yeah, they never got rid of him. Against hope that he comes back and they can play, march him out there in their starting roster again, like the good old days. I attempted to pick up Miles Gaskin in our listener league, oh, and he's not. Yeah. No, he, he was, nobody's nobody's uh, there. There's there's nothing no. there. So what was the reason you went to pick up Miles Gaskin? Because that's one of the other news stories that we have that Mark uh, Walton got suspended. Yeah, so Mark Walton got suspended because um, he got arrested a lot over the summer. I think we, we talked about that. He was arrested, um, give or take, 615 times. Three. Three. Um, <laughs> whatever. It was three. Whatever. Look, after two times, does it really Matter. It's always a risk. More than two times in the span of a month. It's it's just a shit ton. Too many times. So yeah, so he's suspended for the next four games. Um 
And quite frankly, he sucked as the starter um, in Miami, which was really disappointing because I thought he would would have done better. So now it looks like Kalen Trashbag Balage is going to get the first crack at the starting role, um, which he'll fail out because he's not good at football. Uh, and I don't then, even know if he has eyes. I'm pretty sure he can't see at all. I'm not sure how he <laughs> oh my plays God. running back. He yeah. is pretty awful. So after that, you got Miles Gaskin, and wow, I couldn't even pick up this guy either. Uh, there's a white guy, white running back from Cal on the roster too, a rookie. He was an undrafted free agent. Uh, top of my head, I believe his name is Patrick Layard. He, his no. name is Patrick Layard, and you're trying to pick him up in the Lister League. I had him, and I dropped him like two weeks ago, and then somebody picked him up right away. I don't remember who it was. But yeah, well, that was I'd like to see Gaskin get a chance to carry the rock a little yeah. bit. I, I mean, I think he's capable, and you know, I, I'm sure he's not any worse than Mark Walton. I don't know. I mean, I couldn't imagine he is. I mean, I'd just like to see him get a shot, you know, as a rookie, see what he's got. I, I hope he pans out. I, I like the player. And, so and I went to about... look up. Uh, I went to look up if Gaskin was available in any of my leagues, and he's yeah, he's on not. he's on a taxi squad in every single one of my leagues except for Scott yeah. Fishbowl, which doesn't have taxi squads. But every single league I'm in, he's already taken. Yeah, well, he's one of those guys. You know, he fell in the draft, um, but yeah. a lot of people looked at that Miami running back situation, and even before you know, it. sure, it, they knew that there was a lot of. I mean, basically, it's a team that was in flux, so just take a stab on a guy and see if he gets a chance to play. Um, one funny thing about uh, Gaskins and uh, Laird, Lard, I'm just going to call him Lard. Um, <laughs> so Gaskins had 945 rushing attempts during his college career. That's an insane amount. So he actually had, yeah, he had 520 more rushing attempts during his college career than that Patrick Lard guy did. Um, yeah. So large, more of a pass catcher. Gaskins is a more he can do it all, but I I don't know how much he's how much tread he's got left on those tires because Washington just absolutely rode that dude. Like Good luck to you and your team if you're looking at those running backs and the Miami Dolphins this season. That's all. That's yeah. all I've got to say. But what there, else we got on the deck? There, well, there was one other thing with Miami. Preston Williams, who was pretty much the only bright star we had oh, over there in Miami. Really well as a rookie. Yeah, but now he's on IR. And I know, Shane, you wrote some article or put some article out there about everybody run out there and get Devontae Parker. But he's Last pretty much taken everywhere anyways. I put some article Trade out there. Um, yeah, so no, what I was going to say is you, you, you might want to go ahead and trade for Devontae Parker. I think people are scared off by Devontae Parker's history, which is not good. Uh, right. I, I won't lie to you and pretend that it, it that it's been good. But he's actually been really good this season. Um, I noted he's got a ton of air yards. Um, he was actually, sorry, he was... Double-digit PPR points, too, last few yeah, years. Yeah, very, he's... Very nice. Yeah, he has a he's like twenty one percent of the uh, target share there. Uh, I'm looking at him right now, and in, in a PPR league, with the exception of week three, he's had double digits every single week with yeah. his points. Yeah, and, and week three, I believe that was against New England, right? Cowboys, it says. Cowboys, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the other the other team. So for fantasy purposes, yeah, Preston Williams was leading the Dolphins in. Target share, uh, air yards, ADOT, and red zone targets. And Devontae Parker was second in all those. Um, While Devontae, and then there, here you go. I'm sorry. And uh, Preston Williams, uh, his air yards were 792, and Parker had seven, has 768 air yards. Oh, wow. Um, 
Yeah. So they're and pretty like close. I said, yeah, pretty close there. And Preston Williams, um, last I looked, he had 10 targets within in the red zone. Um, so it's not just that Devontae Parker's getting, you know, the, the mythical increase in targets um, with Williams going down. It's that they have already were kind of battling for the same type of targets, red zone targets and deep targets, which is what you want in fantasy. Those are the most valuable targets. And with Williams not there, uh, there's no reason in the world that William, uh, excuse me, that Parker can't even increase his, uh, his scoring a little bit. So I like Parker. Um, yeah, pick him up, you know, Parker this season for the, uh, you know, for the stretch run for sure. If you can trade for him, I, I mean, I would, they, they don't have much else to throw to. There's good guy to maybe help you to the, uh, and through the playoffs. Yeah. And that's, and I don't think, and like I said, I know there's that bad taste in people's mouths from, you know, he's underperformed most yeah, of his always. first four years. Yeah. So, and even, you know, it's hard to buy into him now when you're like, oh, well, it's still Devonte Parker and he's done this before. I don't think he's ever been this consistent outside of that, you know, that two bad games, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, one with, I think it was a donut in the one week and the other game, it was like eight points. Yeah. Just Which, that's you know, the point. A... He has been consistent. Yeah. That's, that's good. That's what you, you definitely want to seek that out if you can. And it shouldn't drop now. I mean, they're going to use lean on him. So what are you guys prepared to give for Devonte Parker? I mean, he's, he's doing great. You want to get him. Uh, what, what are you sending for him? If I have multiple seconds, you can have my multiple seconds. One of them. <laughs> I think it goes back to our dis- I think it goes back to our discussions of uh, making the push or if you're in a middling team it would depend on what you're looking at what you'd give away I would give away stuff for him but then again I don't give a shit about the picks so no if, you do not you are uh, reckless with your picks and I appreciate that <laughs> yeah. I am a little more conservative so but even still I think a second is it, it, I think that's enough to tempt whoever owns him to say, oh, well, I'm definitely getting a better player than him yeah, in 2020. I just yeah, got I think... offered um, Devontae Parker for my second. I'm kind of on the cusp. Uh, so why uh, didn't you do it? I think I was talking to you guys about uh, I'm on the cusp of winning in that league. So, And I think I talked to you guys about it. And I have two second-round picks. And um, there, there's mine, which is going to be you know somewhere somewhere in the middle probably. And then there's the one that I want to trade away that I – I acquired from another team that's probably going to win this. I want to give that one away because it's going to be like the 212, the 211, 212, right? Um, so I, I'd rather give that one away. And I we're talking about maybe five, six picks different. So do it. Difference between those two. Um, so the the issue is I'm, I wanted to get something in addition to Devontae Parker. Um, so, I, yeah, I think I'm probably going to flip that second, um, which is going to be like, let's say, the 206 for, for Parker in this upcoming draft. Because, you know, I, who knows who I'm going to get in the second round. I mean, I like my chances, but roll of the dice that they'll ever be as good or, um, you know, even in this one season as Devontae Parker. So, if, you know, you're trying to win it. I think a second is a fair an expected price to pay. But wait a second. Um, you're saying that the person will give you Devontae Parker if you give him a second, but you're not willing to do it. You want something else besides Parker? No, no I'm not saying I'm not willing to. I'm, I'm trying to give the lower of the two picks is what I'm trying to do. So do it. Did you I'm send fine it? I'm fine giving the give, – He'll he'll take the other second straight up, which is mine, which like I said is going to be in the middle somewhere probably. Um, the other ones like mate, we'll say two twelve. Um, uh, I'm trying to give him the two twelve. He wants what's going to be probably the two oh six, and we're splitting hairs. Uh, but yeah, that's that's where we're at. This this has just gone on throughout the day today. Did you send him the two twelve? Just send. Well, it's not. You don't even yeah, know it's yes, a two twelve. Yes, we still have weeks did. left. Yeah, 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 just give him the give him the, the better second. Just do it. It's Bet the second yourself. rounder from the team that's gonna that's gonna win it. So that's where we're at now. Um, but yeah, that's just been today. So I'm, yeah, I'm prepared to do that because I think you guys are right on as far as the value of 
you know, Parker. I agree with Shane. Just send him the pick he wants and get it over with. He's not going to give you something else. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's not a question of support. I would give like Shane even said he'd give a second. I would give that second and not, I wouldn't try to get something else because I hate trying to trade with Jeremy, man. It is the worst experience. <laughs> Dude, you send trades all you the time. Guys. I usually just reject them on principle. Because, like, do you have a job? What do you do all day? You don't, you don't even reject trade off. most of them. I have, to, yeah, you I have to text you and be like, hey, <laughs> I sent my trade kid. offer. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah, I'll look at that in three months. You know, I, and I'm working, and I get these messages, and I look, and I all I see is messages from Shane. Accept my offer. And Jeremy's like, yeah, no. Push <laughs> tries to push you and i'm not dude i'm not gonna listen to you like mike does when have i ever listened to you unless what the hell i, I seek your about? advice out yeah. shane and i, I have done advice out shane and i have done I plenty of trades out what shane and i have done plenty of trades i, I don't what listen I'm to is you you care what he says i don't i just want a good trade offer i what I are you talking about something that's worth accepting oh, i sent you a good offer and you didn't want it so the offer i offered to mr uh Badman there and uh, I we did a dispersal draft in a league, and uh, right, right. I'm, you're talking about one of your twelve offers to me, the yeah, Matt Ryan offer. So I offered him Matt Ryan, uh, Royce Freeman, and Alexander Madison for Jared Goff and Chuba Hubbard. Fair offer. Fair <laughs> offer. I'm not giving you Chuba Hubbard though. Yeah. Just stupid on your because no, you you're not actually. Gonna, I have Jared Goff, but I understand. Fine. I do I need a running back, but the two that you're sending me, eh. You know, yeah, maybe, no, Royce Freeman is only – it's just an RB3. Matt Ryan is only outscoring Jared Goff by about 10 points a game. So I can understand but, your, your hang like, there. Well, I'm not – if I were at the top of this league, I'd, I'd trade. I think it's a pretty fair offer. I don't like Jared Goff any more than you do. Um, I do like Matt Ryan. No, I mean, I think it's close. It's fair, but I just – you know, I'm not giving you – Chubba Hubbard. I'm not. It's so funny because we even talked in the group. Hey, maybe you guys will do a trade live during the yeah, show will. since it's our 100th. But I knew that was never going to happen. No, we'll never Shane, Shane loves <laughs> trading. <laughs> he'll, he'll trade just to trade. I, I don't. That's incorrect. It yeah. is not incorrect. <laughs> Shane. <laughs> All right, wait. We we still had two more things left in the news before we uh, get into so, all this uh, shit. Uh, uh, well, uh, let me do this because this was I was so happy. All day about on this Jordan thing. Matthews, we ran out of time. I know. So, so guys, <laughs> did you hear? The mustache ride is over. It's over yes. for Nick Foles and Gardner Minshew, but he'll be back. He yeah. he will definitely he's be some, back. There's someday he'll play. He's not good. Here's <laughs> here's the problem. People, uh, I, I don't think they realize is Gardner Minshew wasn't actually good. <laughs> what did he do that was, was good? Good for fantasy, man. He he scored some okay. points for people. He's yeah, okay. I'll give you that. He scored some fantasy and points out of the blue, Browns. unexpectedly. Like here's some points for this guy you happen to have on your roster. People were excited about that. Yeah, but they, but for some reason they, they seem to confuse that with him actually being a good pro quarterback, which he wasn't. Um, he's Jared Goff. <laughs> I feel he like scored some points though. Yeah, I mean he's 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 not better than Jarek off, but so he has four interceptions um, in eight games, right? So eight interception pace. Um, he's also fumbled the ball. <laughs> if I can find the stat somewhere, Jesus. More than Darnold or less? That's oh, speaking of Sam Darnold, remember that argument we had a couple weeks ago where you were saying Sam Darnold was good? That guy sucks. <laughs> I said he's got potential. The, the no, not you. Shane yelled at me oh, because oh, he did. yes, he's Shane, he's, first he's first a he's top five old. quarterback and blah blah blah. No, he's twenty years old. He's so good anyway. He Gardner sucks. Minshew, besides the uh, eight interceptions <laughs> that he's given up, yeah, uh, he has eleven 
dropping fumbles. Oh my god! Has, I'm sorry. Let me correct that. Let me not say he had eight interceptions because that's way more than he actually has. <laughs> he has four <laughs> interceptions and eleven fumbles. That's he, a ton. Eleven. That's okay. Yeah. All right. So fifteen basically turnovers, if you will, to nine um, touchdowns. Yeah, but it's also not not the most unbelievable thing that something could go wrong and Foles can either start sucking or be hurt or whatever, and Minshew will come back. Yeah, he'll be injured again. The 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 more important thing about the benching of all of this, and and you wrote it here on the show sheet, but I've heard this from a lot of people, is people are concerned what's going to happen with DJ Chark right now because Minshew loved Chark, but people are concerned that possibly Foles will start throwing it a different direction i know i knew you were gonna start singing that shark song i knew it i knew it because you love it mike (laughs) but is it gonna what do you think shane do you think it's gonna change shark i'm just gonna say Foles. Foles is only touchdown on the season was throwing the Foles. no that would have been that's pretty close to accurate yeah Yeah, that would not well marcus Mariota did complete pass that would be awesome no nick Foles. Uh-huh. Um, his only touchdown on the season was the touchdown he threw to DJ Chark, where he his collarbone was broken, and it was an absolute f-ing dime. Yeah. Um, and one thing I do like about Nick Foles is he will throw it deep, with absolutely no regard um, for if the receiver's open or not. <laughs> um, so he will definitely throw the ball down the field. So I know everyone, you know, Nick Foles does like to target the slot as well. I don't, I, I don't see this hurting DJ Chark. I think DJ Chark is a legitimate receiver. Oh, okay. DJ Chark's a good receiver. And like we've talked many times, good receivers are going to get the ball no matter who the quarterback is. I mean, they're getting open. They're, they're your ace. I think Chark is going to be just fine. We didn't see him with Foles. Um, yeah, well, except just, for, you know, that game you're, you're talking about. And, and I think it, it's possible he maybe even does better. No one's saying that. You know, everybody always wants to talk about regression all the time. It's possible that we see even greater things from DJ Chark. Uh, Foles is a superior quarterback to Gardner Minshew, I think, you know, as far as a passer right now. I like Minshew, but I think you're right. Like, this is good for fantasy if you own the Jacksonville wide receiving core. Yeah. So, and if someone wants to bail on uh, DJ yeah. Chark, uh, and I'll buy him all day. Yep. So I'm just looking at our all buddy, uh, our buddy Addison Hayes is FS, FF statistics. Uh-huh. Um, also a great site. So I'm looking up the split um, in the one game with Nick Foles, small sample size, <laughs> DJ Chark put up uh, 24.6 points. Oh, wow. Did he? Versus right, 15.7 cool. in the other games. That's all I'm saying. You, you, <laughs> you know what is funny? You When you mentioned about a court, uh, wide receiver being a good wide receiver, last week there was a lot of questions of whether uh, Cortland Sutton would be okay when with the oh, change man, of quarterback. Yeah. And Cortland Sutton actually scored uh, the highest score he's had since week four with the quarterback this week. So that so didn't change anything that, with him. You know, He's had an even better season than I was expecting. I was hoping he would have a good season. But I, I, you know, I wasn't sure. All those people out there talking about Deshaun Hamilton and, you know, how he was going to be the wide receiver, <laughs> wide receiver one. He barely registers uh, on the fantasy radar at all. Cortland Sutton has looked really good, and yeah, quarterback proof. There you go. There even more proof that he's um, going to be a good wide receiver in this league is that you know it doesn't matter who's throwing him the football either. Yeah, guy makes plays all the time. Love watching Cortland Sutton. The last thing on here was Darius Geis being activated this week. And so he'll hurt himself. How long until he hurts himself again? What do you guys think? Over and under. Over and under on that. I hope not. I have him I everywhere. I don't want him to get hurt again. I've Please. traded him so many places. I don't even know if I own him anymore. Maybe in one 
one spot, and I used to have a lot of shares of Geist. Yeah, Shane I tried to get him a couple times from me uh, in the Lister League a few times. But, I did. Yeah, I but did I, I love that yeah. guy, and I hope he he stays healthy. So, hey, listen, we do I have like a lot of stuff we were going to talk about. A lot, um, because it's our 100th episode. We had some lessons and some things we wanted to talk about. But before we do I that, see. let's hear. About our website, DynastyFootballFactory.com, and the partnership. And how to get a free membership. Right. The partnership we have going with DraftKings. DynastyFootballFactory.com has it all. Impact articles, a full scope of fantasy football rankings, ADP, and exclusive members-only access to Factory Sports Slack channel. Dynasty, Redraft, IDP, Devi, and even DFS. A Factory Sports membership unlocks it all and annual memberships are free that's right we've partnered with DraftKings to bring you your annual sports membership for free just go to dynastyfootballfactory.com shop and click on the DraftKings membership promo sign up for your DraftKings account deposit just $20 and you'll receive a free $10 bonus and free factory sports annual membership eligibility and restrictions apply see website for details so act now and become a Factory Sports member for free. Visit DynastyFootballFactory.com slash shop today. Yeah, so DraftKings is awesome. Um, it's fun to gamble. Uh, they, they actually have DraftKings, uh, I don't know what you call it, like a book. So you can do like player props and stuff like that. So that's fun. Um, <laughs> but also, if your fantasy team is in the shitter, um, <laughs> DFS is one way to definitely keep yourself, uh, I don't know, into the games. Um, everybody knows you want a little juice going when you're watching a football game and then you get a free subscription to your membership to dynasty football factory. And I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm an excellent writer. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> so, and I'm not even the most excellent. There's more excellent, uh, writers than myself. Don't sell yourself short, man. Okay. Well, I'm the best of all time, but no, no, no. No, we've got some really great writers at the site. Um, I don't shout them out enough, and I should, but we have really great writers at the site. And I'm not going to name them now because then no. the people that I don't name, I'll feel bad. There's just too many it's like the Oscars or the Emmys where you forget somebody. So, yeah, go yeah, check yeah. out the website, DynastyFootballFactory.com, and you'll get to see all the writers, and you'll get to see all the articles and all the rankings. Well, you'll and- probably read the articles. I mean, we don't have a lot of picture articles, so it's not know, like you could just go on and just look at like picture books. But you're still looking while you're reading, you know. So it's the I same don't know. thing. This is going to get cut because this conversation is stupid. <laughs> well, you're yeah. the one who brought it oh, up. You said it. You brother. said it. You I didn't. So fuck you. One of the worst conversations I've ever had in my well, life. It wasn't even a conversation. It was two sentences. So what the yeah. f- are you talking about? Same All right. Difference. So good. Go check out the <laughs> the website dynastyfootballfactory.com. So. It's our 100th episode, and we were trying to come up with a couple different things that we wanted to do and what we wanted to say, and and you know we really appreciate everybody listening and doing the show, and we've had a lot of fun. One thing that, I guess, Shane, you were the one who wrote this on the show sheet, you wanted to say some of the lessons that you've learned in our first 100 episodes. So what was your big lesson that you've learned doing this show with me and Jeremy for the last 100 episodes? Um. I think honestly the biggest and it's funny because again I'm doing my thing where I start a new sentence in the middle of my current (laughs) sentence but um so what's funny about this lesson or thing that I've noticed I guess I should say is that it's something that I every time I would read 
in a fantasy football article giving advice on trading and things like that, I would think to myself when I got to when they talk about communication, I'd be like, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> I don't need to communicate with people to make trades. Um, and then, you know, as I've reflected upon it, um, communication is absolutely critical to making trades. And it probably always has been. And I didn't notice that, you know, that I am communicating because and it helps foster those relationships because I was thinking about that driving the work today because in the kitchen sink league that we're in, um, you know, I, I know some of the owners, but not all of them. And I communicate with some of the owners, but not all of them. <laughs> and, you know, so the very first thing I did when I'm like, all right, I need to make, I want to make a trade in this. I want to, you know, consolidate some of my assets. I'm in first place. I, I'd like to win this league. I want to go get me a DeAndre Hopkins or something like that. The very first thing I did is look at the people that I know. Um, a couple of them are having down seasons, um, like our buddy Scott uh, Connor and uh, Superflex Dude. And Jeremy's in the middle, I believe. Um, but, you know, th those are the guys that I look to because those are the three guys that I communicate with the most in that league. Um, those are the guys that I know the, the best. And, you know, it kind of it's one of those like epiphany moments like, oh, yeah, yeah, communication actually is very important <laughs> because if I didn't talk to these guys all the time, I wouldn't feel comfortable enough to just be like, all right, while I'm driving to work, let me just send out a couple offers to these guys. Because um, one, I know they know me and they're not going to, you know, if, even if the offer's a little askew, they're not going to be like, dude, what the f is wrong with you? Don't ever send me an offer again. You know what I mean? <laughs> You'd get an email back with like a question mark and then like a rolling his eyes emoji or something like that. <laughs> I will say I'm not in that league. So uh, by you saying that those are the guys you know the most, you know, if I was in there, we'd do a trade kind of like we do in the I other see. leagues we're in together. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's just, yeah. And it's just, it's, and it's not that you don't want to make trades with the other people because I'll send offers out to them too. But if I'm able to make a trade with someone that I'm, I, I deal with on a constant basis, um, I think I'm going to try to do that because I know that I, except for Jeremy, I can usually come <laughs> to an agreement with someone. You're, else. you're damn right. You're damn right, Shane. <laughs> but wait, bringing this back to what the original question was, is that through the hundred episodes we've done together, this is something that you've learned. And I think it is correct. You know, Jeremy and I, we make jokes sometimes about it. But in the beginning, I mean, if you go back and listen to some of those early episodes, there was plenty of times that anytime you mentioned a trade that you did, <laughs> Jeremy and I were always on the other side of your trade. You yeah, know, dude, you definitely got way better at making <laughs> trades. I mean, I, I and I don't say that to be mean to you. It, it's it's a damn fact. If you do, go back to some of the early ones, it was questionable whether um, you know, you, you knew what you were doing. Um, and, and then you, I mean, I think you just, you really enjoyed trading and you ironed those things out and now you're like a master trade artist. I mean, it's, it's uncanny how good you, and I, I like to think it's from all of the episodes you've done with, with Mike and me, like all of the conversations we've had trying to browbeat you to do things differently. Well, and I think, I, I think you've gotten really good at it. Honestly, I don't know through a combination of things I'm joking, but you right. definitely improved. No doubt. I definitely think that it's not so much that <laughs> he's gotten we better even at sure it. We were going to keep you on the show. <laughs> no, what I mean is <laughs> I think that you've opened your mind. I believe that. <laughs> that was so funny.
hilarious. I think that you've opened your mind and you've actually, one of the things I've seen you do is you've slowed down a little bit. You know, e even though you still go full barrel with offers all over the place, you have stepped back a few times and thought a little bit about it before when you maybe didn't before so much, you know, yeah. e even with you and I, we've still completed quite a few trades, but they've been slower than what they were before, you know, but basically <laughs> what I mean is you're winning. You're now winning trades. I mean, I think you are. And before I, it was a little more questionable. And I didn't even mean it that it's a, it's a, it's not even like a matter of opinion. If you look if you look at the shows in the beginning and you look at the shows now, Jeremy and I always were on the other side. And now when we talk about trades, we're kind of all right in the same area. And we kind of joke about it, but it's really happening because we have the evidence by listening to the shows. We have the evidence. It's on tape, bitch. <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, I just, so just I don't want to turn this in because I know people get upset when they're like, stop talking about your league. So just in general, um, I, I, if yeah, you're I don't one think of those that was people that rolls your eyes um, when you read that communication's important. Um, it is. It really is. It's look. It's just like sex. It's just like marriage. <laughs> if you just if you just start choking your wife out of the blue oh without my God. talking oh to my her. God. If you know, like, hey, honey, I think we should try auto erotic. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, <laughs> Um, if you just do that out of the blue, right, and you don't warn her, well, she might call the police on you thinking you're trying to kill her. Okay, like, no, all right, no, all right. No. Let's, let's shift over to Jeremy. Jeremy, what have you learned? I was going to say, I was thinking, I want you to go next. You you tell me what you've learned. You want me to go next, really? I do. Okay, cool. Um, I don't know. Uh, in the early days of doing the show with you guys, I think that I used to care a lot about what people thought of what my opinions were, you know, oh, like, yeah. like if we talked about trades or we talked about player values and stuff, I mean, especially back then I was doing the ADP and all that crap all the time, uh, for the website. But I, I used to have this opinion that if I was going to say my opinion, I kind of skewed it towards what I thought you guys wanted to hear or what other people out there wanted to hear. And I think over time, especially doing it with you guys for the last two years, and 100 episodes, I've come to the position where I know what I believe and what I like. And whether people agree with me or not, I don't really care. <laughs> I mean, I think that my opinion of what I like and the players that I like, I've grown to the point where I'm happy with saying what I believe. You guys say what you believe all the time. But there was a lot of times for me where I was kind of hesitant about saying what I believed just because I wasn't sure if what people were going to think about it. And I, I don't know when it changed, but it definitely, Jeremy's shaking his head. I don't know when it changed because Jeremy and I've had this conversation a few times. I don't know when it changed, but it just changed for me doing the show with you guys. I became more comfortable with, I agree with myself and believe what I believe. And if other people don't agree with it, that's okay. It, it, and I'm not saying that other people are wrong or anything like that. It's just, I get, I guess I've gotten the confidence in myself that I can say what I believe. And, and I like even, that response. Like, well, no, no, no. Th thank you, Jeremy. One, one last thing. I will say this. Jeremy and I have talked about it. Shane, when I say what I believe, Shane comes at me with what he believes. And 
I come back at you, Shane. And I we've had feedback from other people saying that they like when you and I argue about somebody like the Sam Darnold thing last week or 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 even that whole thing about uh, um, what was it? Uh, pedigree and all that kind of shit. Uh, it used to be a point where I didn't want to say what I believed, but I think I do right now. Well, and thank you, Jeremy. Go ahead. Shane for 100 episodes. Shane, does Shane hold back? I mean, pretty no, no, much no. says what he thinks all the time. And I, I think, you know, you guys were kind of a bit opposite when we first started this show. And, um, you know, after working with Shane and hearing him say whatever the heck he wants to say, I think maybe you guys just kind of met in the middle a little bit more like you, you know, your, you know, Shane takes his time more and, and, um, explains it a little better uh, than he used to. And when we first started the show and you, um, just came to terms with just, you know, speaking your mind. I think, I think it's, uh, from working together. You know, we're greater than the sum of our parts, that's for sure. Like Shane was saying, Voltron, I, I like to think that about this show. I don't think the show would be as good if it wasn't for the fact that the three of us are different and then we can bring out these things in each other and, and like combined, we're like a force to reckon with, man. It's pretty neat. Thank you. I like it. What, what were you going to say? Was, yeah, go ahead. Well, I just wanted to say, you know, what I don't know if it's something I learned, but I became um, definitely more convinced that you, you have to stick to your guns when it comes to managing your football teams and trading as part of that. People, you can't expect people to do what you want when it comes to trading. You realize, like Shane was saying, getting to know these people in leagues, what their process is, how they approach trades, how they, you know, you get a feel for how they operate and how they like to be presented a trade or communicated with. And you just kind of have to, much like maybe a, um, a salesperson or somebody who works with people all the time, you, you kind of have to, and, and I don't do that, but I'm saying it's it's much like you have to kind of understand that this is a different customer, this is a different person, and, and not just push yourself on them and, you know, do things a certain way. You have to be a bit dynamic about it. And, and so that is something that, you know, as we talk about trades every week and try to trade with each other, that, you know, it just becomes um, obvious that you have to do. And then, the other thing is, you know, in making these trades to try to make your teams better, you have to have some kind of a process going into this. That's become clear. I mean, you can wing it and screw around and, and, and just totally have fun with a startup draft. But if you don't have a process for like managing your team year over year over year for Dynasty, uh, you're probably not going to win. That's so those are the kinds of things that I take away from the show. But it's it's in dealing with I love being in different leagues and different types of leagues because those interactions are, you know, I don't just get an offer and reject it. Like I have a guy actually send me a DM. Hey, you know, I was looking at this player. I, you know, it just they come at it from different angles, and it's cool because you just can't be um, static about trading. Like I trade with Shane differently than I trade with you, Mike. Uh, <laughs> trade with the, well, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, I had fun. Sorry, with Shane. I had I really to. Do. I, had I just to laugh. we don't do much trading. We we do a lot of jawing back and forth, and it's and I get a kick out of that too. But yeah, so and and working with you guys over the past hundred episodes, I wouldn't even call it work. It's one of those things like. When people say, you know, if if you find something that you love and you do it, it you'll never work another day in your life. Um, that's not really true about my day job, but it is true about this podcast. <laughs> I, I agree because we put a lot of work into this podcast for very little, but I enjoy doing it as well. And, you know, speaking of enjoying it, um, Shane, this was one other thing that Jeremy and I talked about that we were going to ask you and we were going to ask each other, but... In the hundred episodes, what has been your like most enjoyable, your the most fun you've had since we've been doing this together? Oh, I don't remember. I barely remember what we talked about after the show ends. I know, and that's um, why Jeremy and I didn't want to ask you this prior to the show. We wanted to hear what you would say. <laughs> I literally have no idea. Um, 
We've had, uh, I gotta be honest, I think uh, one of the coolest things we did is uh, when we had uh, uh, Mike Wright on. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. And we also weren't, like, frightened of him. Um, <laughs> that was early the, in the show's yeah. history. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, because, you know, we, we had someone b- uh, big name on early, early on our show's history, and we were all bowled over and, like, <laughs> too timid to f- speak. <laughs> Um, yeah, some of us didn't. Yeah, I, I was just gonna say, yeah, one of the three of us didn't speak. Yes, but FF Hitman was a great guest, <laughs> totally cool guy to hang out with, and you're right. That was that fun, was but early yeah. in our show's history. Yeah, but no, um, just in general, just getting to, um, I don't know, I, I have no fucking idea. I just like doing the show, man. This thing is like, uh, this thing is like therapy. Um, that's one thing people don't understand. I think about that don't do podcasts, man. When you jump on the the mic, it's just. You let it out, and uh, especially me, because you know I don't hold anything back, and it feels good to just to get those emotions out in one way or another. Like if you hear me yelling about a trade, there's a pretty good chance that it's stemming from something else, and maybe not that trade offer. It, you know, it's really <laughs> right, funny. Right. My face hurts right now because I have this huge smile on my face. Because Jeremy and I were talking about that this afternoon. We were saying how we feel that for you, it's very important. You know that you really. Uh, are free and open when you have the microphone on where maybe in other times in your life, you're not as free when the microphone's not on, you know? And, uh, and I feel that you're very happy when you're doing this. I know when we did the Vegas show, we had a lot, (laughs) we had a lot of fun. He's making this really funny face so people can see his face. I, I know we had a lot of fun in Vegas and I know we had a lot of fun in, in, uh, in Canton, but it was fun meeting everyone. I think, you know what? No, that's going to be my favorite part is, um, hooking up with, uh, I hate calling people that listen to the show fans. So, uh, the people that listen to the show, like getting to hook up with, uh, Scott, um, we got to hook up with Sean too, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, Sean, Scott, Brian. Yeah. Yeah. And outhouse. I mean, and other podcasters and other people that, you know, we listen to their shows and they listen to ours like that. That was really cool. Um, so yeah, that. Well, <laughs> it's one funny. One of our listeners drove all the way from Philadelphia to go to that show in Canton and uh, and and hang out with us. So I think he hung out with us almost the entire time at the show. Walked around a little bit, but really spent a lot of time with us. And I thought that was great. It the was cool. awesome. That's awesome. Um, like how awesome they, is that that people yeah. give a shit like what we but they care about what you say. The cool hang out with you. The coolest part of that was Jeremy and I were at uh what was it Walgreens we were po- making a picture for the show and he walked by me with the Dynasty Trades HQ shirt. I was like, "Hey, nice shirt." He's like, "Thanks." I said, "That's my show." And he's like, "Sipes?" Hey, and he gave me a big hug. I mean, that was like the coolest Holy thing. Holy shit. Ever. You are little. <laughs> yeah, of course I'm little. I'm out in the car trying to figure out where my debit card could possibly be located <laughs> and trying to close cancel the card. Mike's in getting pictures done it at Walgreen like you know an hour before the show starts we were already supposed to be set up it was it was pretty funny I mean that whole Canton trip was wild the, the two old guys the veterans me and Mike oh my were God. out every night oh my late God. as late as possible taking Ubers <laughs> to Waffle House at four in the morning and everybody else all the all the kids are like in bed sleeping it, it is funny <laughs> if you think about it you would think that <laughs> Shane just shook his head you would think that going to Vegas uh, doing a live show in Vegas would be fun because Vegas is 24-7 but man yeah. being in Canton with with you 24-7 it was the it was it was a lot of fun um, you know I'll say this too I, 
I made a joke earlier and it wasn't really a joke, but my sister says that she listened to the show because she likes to hear me laugh and she lives on the other side of the country. So I don't see her as much as I used to when she was younger. And, and it is true. I think for me, laughing and having fun on the show with you guys has been one of my favorite parts of it because it, it always seems like no matter how bad the day is and all the shit that I have to do and, and all the things that go on in my life, when we come in here and we turn on the microphone and we start talking, I just have a good time. I, I really like hanging out with you guys. I like talking to you guys and you know, Shane's not even listening to a word I'm saying right now. He's doing something else. But that's he, always the case. He's <laughs> on his phone or making a trade. But I, yeah, I would do this. Um, you know, I'd do this even if we didn't have a podcast. Just uh, hang out and talk about fantasy football and trading with you guys. Um, it, it would still be at, you know equally fun to me. And that's what I wanted. I was hoping we'd get out of this episode is talking about our favorite things that that have happened, our favorite episodes. Maybe I was trying to think of the funniest trade chains ever made but it's just so many trades there's like no way to get to the bottom of that did you not um, listen to the first episode yes but <laughs> I even traded f-ing, i traded juju smith schuster um dalvin cook and something else for devin funches and rob Lincoln. but i won the title so i'm putting that out there. So i well, won the title i saw you holy say- and that is so funny too because in my in my home league I did a trade last year for Alvin Kamara and I gave away a bunch of shit and I won the title and then the guy who got those players he got like uh, I don't even remember. I gave him Dalvin Cook and a couple other things he keeps saying how oh you probably regret that trade now and I'm like no I fucking won last year I don't give a shit what's yeah. happening this year I won last year that's what mattered yeah exactly exactly but it, it is true I, I, I think we've had a lot of fun together and it's come across to a lot of people i will say this too shane you posted the very first episode out there for people to listen to um which jeremy and i had no idea you were going to do that but uh (laughs) but i I do like the response we got from people especially from um shane uh swagger right he had commented that even if you listen to the very first episode you can hear that the three of us had a chemistry and a comfortable ability comfortability what's the word that's a shame thing where you can't figure out the word being comfortable with each other from the very first episode and i and i think i think that i think that we've had that for two years and i'm very comfortable doing with this this with you guys and it's been a lot of fun absolutely trade alert i was just gonna say so we've we've talked a lot about mopey and sappy and shit let's uh, let's do these couple of trades real quick but wait before we do the trades didn't you want to tell people about what our patreon account oh yeah we have a patreon account um i'm getting annoyed at people that haven't joined it yet um i know who you are (laughs) um so you're everyone that keeps jumping in my dms or the handles dms look we love talking trades but there's a place we do it um, you want me to retweet a poll? We got you on the handle. Um, I might throw a quick word or two at you, but if you want to talk in depth trading, you're not going to get it like you do in the community chat room, first of all, because um, there are a shit ton of other people there that will tell you their thoughts on a trade and not just their thoughts. They break it down with uh, reasoning as to why it's a good or bad idea. Um, we got a couple newbies in there to Dynasty that were sh- whipping in the shape. Um, and ensuring that they don't send out hashtag trash dynasty trade offers. You get the bonus podcast every week, you know, for the patrons. And then you get this 
podcast, Uncensored, which is much better than the censored version. <laughs> and the censored version is fucking gold. So, <laughs> the un- and the funny thing about it, it was the censored thing was just supposed to be about the fucks, but it's actually turned into all the mistakes and all the other stuff I end oh, up leaving geez. in. And hey, and I will tell you this, going over what we would do for the 100th episode, Jeremy and I, we, we banded about a bunch of different ideas. And one of the ideas we had is going to involve the Patreon chat. And we're not going to let it out right now. But in the next couple of months, we had a good idea to do with our Patreon. So uh, if you haven't joined yet, join now because we got a couple things that Jeremy and I have an ideas about. So what is this trade alert that you screamed about, Shane? So um, I'm going to move one of these to the page. I'm only going to talk about one of my trades, and then we can talk about one of Jeremy's. We can move the other two to the uh, patron chat. And then just I love Mike, because he doesn't have one. That's fine. Yeah, and they get more. And Mike never has trades, or he forgets them because he's elderly. So um, in a Superflex League, um, there was a trade made between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers um, giving up Brandon Allen and Mason Rudolph, R- R- Rudolph, actually, not Rudolph, Radoff, eh, whatever. No one's here. It's just me, guys. Um, Michael is going it's to the bathroom. It's just you. Oh, where's Jeremy? I didn't see him. Okay, there. He's still back. So anyway, uh, Tampa Bay Bucks, which is uh, my roster. I gave up Brandon Allen and Mason Rudolph, and I got back Joe Mixon and a 2023rd. Oh, still nice. just me. Oh, so, yeah. Um, people were giving him shit, the, the other owner shit in the chat, but the guys, I, I think he was like, he's like first or second in the league, but he got decimated at the quarterback position. So I had a feeling if I could throw a couple, you know, starting quarterbacks at him, that he'd be willing to sell low on Mixon because look, he's in first or right up there at the top without Mixon performing. So it's not like he's going to really miss Mixon. Yeah, no, I like that for you. You don't need those quarterbacks necessarily. Not, you can't really expect a, a ton out of those guys. And if you needed a running back, um, there's still high hopes for Joe Mixon. So, yeah, you acquired him at a pretty low cost, which, um, you know, kudos to you. I, I still don't like Joe Mixon, you know, and I he's yeah. burning me in the Scott Fishbowl where I picked him up on the turn in the second round, I think it was. Um um, but he was one of my first two picks, and he has not helped me. So uh, my team, as usual, is not doing well. And I, in large part, it's because of, you know, missing on some of my top picks. Deshaun Watson, you know, that that would be a good pick. Um, Joe Mixon would uh, not be a good pick. But in this case, the way that you're handling this still, um, very, very good. good job. And Brandon Allen, man, he was impressive in his first start. Of course, he was playing the Browns, but I'm saying, you know, good for him. He, uh, so I read this stat on Fantasy Pros. I forgot who wrote it, but I'll at least uh, cite the source or the <laughs> site that it came from. Uh, Brandon Allen has more games with two or more touchdowns than Baker Mayfield yeah, does this sad, year. Man. It, it is pretty crazy. Did you see that stat about Odell Beckham also? That no. Jabril Peppers has the same amount of touchdowns as Odell Beckham has, oh, you know, from geez. that trade? Right. <laughs> Dude, Freddie Kitchens, I, I don't know what the fuck happened between last year and this year. Last year, he looked like a genius play caller. Somehow, they gave him one of the top three wide receivers in the league. And now, all of a sudden, he's fucking trash. I, I mean, I know the line's bad. 
but you've got to at least scheme around that in some way. Move the pocket, do something. Yeah, he's he's over uh, promoted at this point. I mean, you know, as a position coach, and then he got the OC job, and and it was and he was doing well. And I think the Browns made a mistake and just kind of shaking things up too fast. Like hell, they could have kept Greg Williams, um, and and left it everything exactly the same except for some of the subordinate coaches and had some continuity and transition to this year. And because I think this is just kind of a turning point year anyway, remember the year that Mike McCarthy was going to take off of football so that John, John Dorsey could maybe interview him and bring him in as a head coach. Uh, who knows? Maybe that's still in the works. Maybe, maybe Dorsey's got that going and it doesn't matter. You know, this is just an experiment and a test for, um, you know, for kitchens, but yeah, he's not long for this job and he I mean, could be right. I mean, we've seen coaches, fail and, and and be given a long leash and some time but i mean he's clearly not head coach material yet are they gonna how long are they gonna wait for that to happen you know we don't really talk about it too much but it was the talk of the town all off season that the browns oh, this was the year and oh, yeah. we know that you're a huge browns fan i mean going into the to week 10 here how do you feel about the browns um, I'd I'd rather not say not good. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say he's gonna say not good. I, I just um, I'm just good. saying we never really talked about it. But Shane's raising his hand. Well, what do you? Oh, re- yes, you Shane. Forget. Can don't, we? <laughs> don't forget when they the night they made the trade for fucking Odell Beckham Jr. I'm like Baker's my dynasty QB one. Exactly. And he looks fucking <laughs> terrible this year. At least he's like you know. I still think the talent is there. It's not like a Mitch Trubisky thing where I think Mitch Trubisky is just not a good quarterback and never right. will be now, um, and has bad coaching. I think that Baker Mayfield will be fine once Freddie Kitchens either improves, does something different, and improves that line, or a new head coach comes in. Yeah. Um, in the context yeah. of this show, we have to recommend all those skill players that you know you thought were valuable before. You know, buy them low. Those guys aren't going to be stagnant and suck forever. I mean, Odell Beckham Jr. is a talented receiver. If they can figure out a way to get things going, I mean, he breaks ankles every week. Uh, Jarvis Landry, too. I mean, he's always been a fantasy factor. That's going to continue at some point. That dude's a baller. Um, Baker Mayfield, I mean, get buy those guys low. That's the only opportunity I see right now. Otherwise, you hold on to those guys if you own them and, you know, hope and pray that something changes because you're not going to sell those guys at what they're – what people are going to try to give you right now. You need to just sit on them for a while. Hope you know, that things change. there was one last thing that we didn't mention in the news, but uh, Kareem Hunt comes back. Yes. You know, next yes. week. How I'm do you, excited for Hunt. Yeah, well, I was I just going to say, but how do you guys feel about Chubb though, with Hunt coming back? They've alluded to Hunt taking some of those carries. I mean, he's a talented player and he's definitely going to, they're, they're going to get him involved in the game. Um, you know, in, in this game script, I don't know to what degree. I, I think Chubb's going to, you know, maintain his value. What I'd like to see is both of those guys somehow on the field at the same time. Um, I don't like them spelling Nick Chubb in critical situations. It's fine to give him like a third down off or whatever, a fourth, you know, a, a carry here and there off. But when they have like critical third downs and like you know goal line stuff, and then they pull him out of the game, that's just crazy to me. Like that, this guy is one of the best running backs in the league. Uh, great vision. He's big. Um, he'll move a pile. Why are you putting someone else in yeah. 
when and not your best player at a position when you have a critical down in distance or whatever like play i don't get it um but i i want to see them get hunt involved you know in the passing game I, they you know dontrell hilliard's been doing a lot of that and the other the other running back there i don't care but you know they don't they pull chubb on third down sometimes i, I don't know that a lot's going to change for chubb he does a lot of those fantasy points on his damn own on big chunk plays I, I do want to see Hunt involved, but I, I'd love to see them both on the field at the same time if they can arrange that. I think that would be awesome. Shane, yeah, you were going to uh, say something? Which, I, I forget. They they keep rotating who the backup running back is. But uh, he had – was it Hillard last week or was it uh, Johnson? Whichever one. He had like 10 touches last week, right? Yeah, yeah that's, so a, if, that's yeah. a lot. So if Kareem Hunt's getting 10 touches, um, he's not going to be an RB1 and an RB2, but he's, he's an RB3 and flex uh, – Definitely sure. in the RB3 and flex range because um, Kareem Hunt, we've seen what he can do on, you know, in the receiving game. And if most of those touches are going to come in the receiving game, then he's definitely going to put up points. Um, it's going to eat in the Chubb's scoring. But again, long term, they're not going to hold on to both of those guys. So I'll, I'm fine with that. That's if it depresses, if Chubb scores three points a game less, fine. If I can buy them low yeah. because people yeah. panic and say, oh, well, look at Kareem on stone. They're not the panic sell. That's yeah. what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping that Chubb's a value anyway, Mike. I mean, you know, he's a value anyway right before this happened him. because people don't see how, how good he is. The, the yards per carry, I mean, honestly, that's not necessarily always a running back stat, but when you have a shitty offensive line like the Browns, those six plus yards per carry that, that Chubb's doing, that that's like, you've seen it. It's, it's yeah. stuff that he generates after he gets, you know, past that first line of defense. He's one of the best in the league, and yeah, if you can buy him, do it. Absolutely, do it. It, it is kind of interesting. Uh, I think there are still some people out there. You know, we by doing the podcast and working for the website and doing the things that we've done, plus the years that we've spent playing this game, we're in tune with a lot of that stuff, but there are still people and it's kind of weird because we don't think about it, but there are still people out there that may not be following all this stuff. And then when uh hunt comes back, if he starts doing something, even if it's a, at like half or whatever, there's going to be people out there freaking out about Chubb and it would be kind of fun to try to grab, <laughs> grab him from some people that may not necessarily realize what's going on, you know, but, uh, so did we have any other trades or you move the other trade for the Patreon show? Is that what you did? I just had one. I wanted Jeremy's you guys got to a weigh giant in on. trade. Oh yeah. I, I don't always <laughs> put these on, on here. You guys know, uh, sometimes I do. I, I wanted you guys to weigh in on what you pretend. I don't know if you know what side mine is. Try to pretend like you don't, if you do know, um, and just look at this trade and tell me if you think anything's, out of the ordinary with it. If it's unbalanced, one side clearly fleeced the other side. Um, okay. Anything like that, or if you think it's a pretty even trade, kind of balanced, and and then just tell me after that which side you prefer. I okay. Just, I want to get your takes. I, I trust both of you to give me you know good honest. And, and it's feedback. a big trade. There's a lot of names involved. Yeah. This, in this is two trade. different trades. Two different trades, um, like 24 hours apart. Not even maybe. <laughs> 12 hours apart or something to even to kind of balance the the tables a little bit so this is the net of two different oh, trades with the same, okay with the same team that makes a little bit more sense because this was a huge trade but i i get what you're saying now you combine two trades together okay so do you want to read it yeah so it's jared goff devin singletary robert woods Janu smith tennessee tight end and three 2020 picks a third a fourth and a fifth and the other side of that trade is Deshaun Watson, Kiki Kuti, 
Keyshawn Johnson, the Arizona wide receiver rookie, Sterling Shepard, who's banged his head too many times and maybe out of the league for good, who knows, Kenny Stills, um, another Houston wide receiver, Darren Fells, Houston tight end, and a 2020 first-round pick. So you got a first-round pick on that side, a third, fourth, and fifth on the other side. You've got Watson with the first-round pick, um, all of his bad receivers, <laughs> and then uh, Sterling Shepard, Keyshawn Johnson, and um, on the other side, it's Goff, Singletary, and Woods. So, I mean, I I could go either way on this trade. Honestly, uh, there's one big reason I chose the side that I did, and I want to know what you guys think of it. It, it is funny sorry. just to let the audience know that the way Jeremy just wrapped it up after he read the trade was he mentioned the ones that are in bold, like the way he has it written out here. Some of the players are in bold letters and some aren't so that the, the ones that he mentioned afterwards are the pieces that he thinks is more important. So Shane, what did you think about this offer? Well, I, I tried to get to Sean Watson off of, uh, someone uh, in kitchen sink today. So, uh, and, and I was trying to give them, I, I believe Matt Ryan or, 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 um, who's the other guy, Matt Stafford. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and I like both those players much more than, uh, Jared golf. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I will take the Deshaun Watson side pretty easily. Now I don't think it's a, I, I don't think it's a, a, a landslide or, or a murder spree. I, I don't. I don't know the right words to describe a bad trade. You think it's probably kind of a balanced trade, but you'd prefer Watson. Is that I, what you're saying? Yeah, I like the Watson in the 2021st. Mm-hmm. Um, look, Woods is Jared Goff is. I I don't think he's a good quarterback. I thought he was basically being propped up by Todd Gurley and Sean McVay scheming. Yeah, and, a beneficiary of that scheme yeah. for sure. Man, what what could they do with Matt Stafford or Matt Ryan, honestly, in that offense? I think it would yeah. be amazing. All right. So, so I like I like the Watson side and then the probably the second most valuable uh piece in this trade right now, to be quite honest with you, is that twenty twenty first. So is this a super flex or one quarterback? Or? Yeah, it's just a super flex uh, twelve-team league. I, I think that if there's any bonus to tight ends in this, it's it's very slight. Okay, I think so. there's, a, there's actually a bonus for um, carrying the ball, like a a, a a tiny tiny point per carry, and that's for quarterbacks and running backs. Obviously, not as any player that would run the ball, uh, a wide receiver on a you know on a on a reverse would count. That's nothing big. It's it's really tiny. So then all those things don't really matter then. And I mean, yeah, for me, no. we've talked about it a few times. I love Devin Singletary, and I think that's a great player to have for the future and for even yeah, the rest of this too. season. But um, I agree with Shane. I think the Deshaun Watson over Jared Goff is just wet. It's huge. That's a huge difference i don't give a crap about picks anyway so a third fourth and fifth to me is nothing a 2021st you have a way better chance of getting something that you can use than those other picks and then the fact that you're getting one two three four five players for the one two three players up here you could just look at that as you have a better shot the odds are better of something happening with those five than something happening in those three so i i i think the it's pretty 
close to what Shane says. I, I would definitely take Deshaun Watson and the first and the rest of it. Hope that one of those players, I mean, look, Darren Fells has been pretty freaking good the last couple of weeks, you know? And, and then what the funny thing is, there's a lot of Houston thing here. So you're kind of stacking all these Houston players. So maybe one of those guys can end up being something that you can use. Um, I would go with the Deshaun Watson in the first round pick side, but what was it that what side were you and did you do even do this trade? Well, hey, yeah, no, quick. I made this trade. Yeah, absolutely made the trade. Yep. Real quick though, um, so Deshaun Watson um, in 2019 is worth a about I'm not very good with math. 16.3 <laughs> minus 23.9. Right. That's a full seven points. It's it's um, so it he's is averaging a a full seven points more per game. There's no question um, that it's a better quarterback. Obviously. Yeah. So that's not even yeah, he's a good. Quarterback. And, and the funny and real thing, quick, Darren Fells, yeah. he had one catch last week, but it was a touchdown. Well, but, um, but I, I started. Him. And when, yeah. And when I say that he's been good for, I I'm, you know, I know we talk about this show and it's supposed to be a fantasy show and we talk about real football also, but pretty much when I look at this stuff, it's always in the, context of fantasy you know we had that conversation last year with josh allen and to me it was it was about fantasy i didn't care what was happening on the real field yeah it was just about fantasy so that's why i mentioned that but all right so jeremy what was it that you did and why did you do this trade made this trade and i wanted to trade jared goff i did not want to trade devin singletary especially now that he's like you know back after waiting and he's killing it you you know how much i love him at one point in time i was quoted as saying he was the best running back in this class and uh you know all jokes aside we have yet to figure out who the best running back in this class is um and and it's still arguable through the season but I'll tell you what, the running back class did not pan out the way that people expected yet. No. And it's possible he ends up as one of the best in this class. Whatever. Didn't want to get rid of him. I'm, I love Robert Woods, but I was fine getting rid of him. He's getting older. And all those picks and Johnny Smith, I could care less. This was all about getting Deshaun Watson in that 2021st. Yep. And the other ancillary things like getting Keyshawn Johnson and Darren Fells thrown in um, helped my team to compete. I'm, I'm in a four-way tie for sixth place in this league. The team I traded with is in first place. I didn't want to like completely give up on the season yet because I, if I knock off those other teams that I'm tied with, I could make the playoffs and, you know, give it a run. I didn't want to completely shoot myself in the foot, and I wanted to win this trade. Turns out that one of the guys in our league thinks that the the team that I traded Jared Goff, Singletary, and Woods to fleeced me, <laughs> that it was clearly a win, that I stacked the odds so that that team could win the title and um, get the trophy, and I was just, you know, being a, a sweetheart about this. And I, you know, the whole, the whole reason I did it was – for Deshaun Watson, essentially, right. and then of course the first, and and I put this out, this net out of how these two trades worked, and um, I, you know, this guy was mad about this trade because he had offered made me an offer that I didn't accept, and um, on top of that, he thought that you know this was just complete robbery. He talked to like analysts, <laughs> analysts out there, uh, and blah, all of them blah, said that blah. I got fleeced. Yeah, all that stuff. And I was like, I'm the commissioner of this league, and so I was trying to be diplomatic and just kind of quash all this, just say, you know, I wanted Deshaun Watson. I thought that was pretty clear that he's way better. I think even Deshaun Watson's – I mean, Jared Goff's mom would agree that Deshaun Watson's a superior quarterback. (laughs) Um, You know, just like I wanted the first in Watson, and it was just like on and on and on to the point that the leading team in this league um, that made this trade with me was pissed (laughs) and was like, 
was firing stuff back, like because he was he was just tired of um, getting accosted in the in the thread. And I just didn't see why anyone would get so hot about this trade. I agree. I I don't see it either. And 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 I've said plenty of times on the show. I love when I do a trade and other people don't like it. To me, when other people think that I screwed up or I did a bad trade, to me, I love that because it means they're not thinking the way I'm thinking. But it is funny that all three of us agreed with that trade, and then you're telling us that the people in that league <laughs> did not like yeah, it. Yeah, and this is know? actually a boring trade. I saw you know there's a lot of pieces here. This is kind of a boring trade compared to some of the whoppers that Shane puts on here. And yet somebody got mad about it. I, I was surprised. I really was. I still am. I, I think it's funny on one hand, but on the other hand, I'm like, what the hell's going on? Let me ask you something uh, really quick. It just popped into my head because even Shane made a joke about, oh, Sipes didn't put a trade up here. I actually did a trade this week and I did it prior to the games on Saturday to a team to a team that needed a tight end he it's okay. a tight end premium and he needed a tight end for me yeah. i have Ertz, i have um uh ebron i have everett and i had uh jonu smith and he sent me oj howard for jonu smith and i did that trade um oh, hell yeah good for you i know you like oj howard i, I mean, do I don't like oj howard on that trade yet We'll see how OJ Howard pans out when he when he's you know back you know 100 and all that. But isn't he a little banged up still? Yeah, he's a little banged up, but he's supposedly playing this week. But for me, I had other starters that I'm fine with. But I was very happy to do that trade. But I was just wondering what you thought because even when you were just going over your trade, you said Jonas Smith. Who cares? Um, I, well, I mean, I like him and I right. and I own him in quite a few places, and I haven't given up yet. And and with um, you know the Pro Bowl player out. Um, you know, the old guy, he, John, Jonu Smith is actually doing pretty well, you know, getting those starter reps and, and it's fine. But I mean, seriously, if um, this were the beginning of this past season or even in the off season, people are probably going to pay more for OJ oh, Howard no than Jonu Smith. So, yeah. I mean, you kind of just upgraded your ability to make a profit, even if, you know, you don't want either player. You, you kind of trade it up, I guess, is what I want to say. I think a so, too. Asset. And and Delaney Walker's back this week, actually. So, yeah, all right, Shane. amazing, that Shane just got up. Uh, hey, are you going Walk somewhere, away. man? Because we need to oh, wrap up the show. I'm going to wrap this up. Well, <laughs> um, th thank you for joining us for our 100th episode. We're excited to do 100 more. I'm going to make my exit now, and then uh, I'll check everyone out on the patron episode. So if you're not a patron, uh, have a good night. If you are a patron, I'll talk to you in a bit. Wait, Bye. Say good night, Shane. Say good night, Shane. <laughs> I guess we're going to wrap up the show ourselves. We are. So go check out our Twitter account at Dynasty Trades HQ and uh, check out our iTunes account at Dynasty Trades HQ. And look, Jeremy, you know, this is very fitting that he walked away. You know, the two of us, we've been talking about this all week of what we're going to do. And one of the things that we we ended up with was saying, let's just do it. You know, let's not really figure out what we're going to do. Let's just do it like we do everything else. And hopefully it comes out great. And I think it was fun. I, I had yeah, a good well, time we, with we you tonight. We always have an unscripted, an unscripted show. It's not like we practice. We don't talk about anything. We just, um, we put a few things down on the, on the show sheet usually just to kind of um, have some talking points that we think we want to cover during the show. But this week we didn't even do that. No. Um, Shane <laughs> captured the news, a few bullet points, and then we, we, we gathered some trades, but we really had no show sheet tonight. Just wanted to talk about um, some of our, some of the fun we had. Uh, the, the biggest thing is, um, 
you know, the listeners, ha- having listeners, having the patron account, having so much fun with trades, you guys, the show, um, and, and and doing this every week. And, and I, you know, I, I try to find out like or find the funniest trades or in some of the funniest episodes. And there's just so many. It's tough to come up with even, a, you know, your favorite few. Um, but it but it's it's noteworthy that, you know, I think we have one of the best dynasty football podcasts available and it's through working with you guys that that's possible. I, I certainly think we have the best trade show. Um, the entertainment, <laughs> the fun we have, um, you know, hopefully people get some good information out of it too and are entertained a bit. But the three of us doing this podcast is one of my favorite things. Um, and uh, I hope we get to do this again for another 100 episodes. I picture myself in the nursing home, you know, in my, <laughs> my retired years, still trying to dial in and find you guys. Obviously, it won't be Skype or Hangouts anymore. It'll be something a little bit better. We'll probably be able to just like, you know, laser beam something on the wall and just, you know, hang out almost live. But uh, yeah, man, I will say this. If Shane was in the room, he would say that Sipes is going to be in the nursing home next year. But um, (laughs) all right. right, Well, thanks, guys. And I will say this again. We said it last week. Let's all figure out a way for all of us to end up in Vegas for the draft. And we will have a blast next April, baby. All right. Do it. We'll talk to you guys next week. Take care, guys. Thanks again. Bye. Bye.